Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of the things that I don't mention a whole lot is that I secretly love football and Bob is not secret about his love for football. So I don't watch football. I will sometimes watch highlights from the most exciting games towards the end of the season. And I read football biographies and commentaries about teams, you know, glory teams of the past. So I have at least a little bit of a working knowledge of football, but uh, Bob knows very much and he keeps me abreast of everything that I need to know in the realm of sports. (laughs) And so there is actually a spiritual application to this. It just might take me a little bit to get there. So I was reading, or excuse me, I was listening to the audio version of Dan Sullivan's book, The Gap and the Gain. And in that book, he talks about how it's easy for us to look always at where we want to get to. And that is always a receding, it's like the horizon, like I'm going to get to the horizon. Yeah, that will never happen. But instead, it's good to look back at the game, like what did we accomplish and, and take ground on it this day or this month or, you know, this last little period. And so part of that story, or that book, he includes the story of (laughs) Tom Brady. So whether you love Tom Brady or not, the truth is he was the world's greatest quarterback. So the number of Super Bowl rings, the number, I mean, all of his metrics are just astonishing. And one of the things that Dan mentioned that I had not known, though Bob was like, oh yes, everybody knows that. Uh, He said that Tom Brady always took about a 40% Uh, pay cut from what he could have commanded as one of the best quarterbacks. And I had known this. I mean, I've read enough books about the Patriots to know that he was consistently underpaid, but I had missed why. Um, You know, I think they would describe it as like, oh, he was such a team player, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, that was very generous of him. Well, so Dan Sullivan laid it out like this. He said, Tom Brady, and I'm sure Coach Belichick and everybody else at the Patriots organization, had noticed that the teams that won Super Bowls are the ones that had the strongest second string offensive line. Because what would happen is the first string offensive line would get hurt midway through the season, November, December, heading into the playoffs. And then their backups would be just hammered away by the opposing team, right? They're going to be the weakest link. And so the opposing team is going to go after the weakest link. Totally makes sense. So basically what Tom Brady said was, I am going to take a pay cut in order to allow our second string offensive line to be as deep and as strong as possible because you can get more second stringers who are reasonably good for the price of, you know, his pay cut. And so basically what he was saying was winning the ring is more important to me than making my personal fortune. And because he was saying that, all of the rest of the organization knows that Brady is after a ring. And apparently (laughs) all of the other quarterbacks were not very happy about this, but he kind of was like, any one of all y'all could do the same thing. Like this is actually just being shrewd and saying, I want to get to the finals. I want to play for a ring and not sit at home and watch it. And so Bob and I were talking about this though, because 
another thing that would happen at different times is some of the Patriot players would be like, I can make more money if I go to whatever other team they're offering me more. And so they would get traded out and they would make maybe a $5 million signing bonus, which again, in 2010 was probably still like at least somewhat significant money. But here was what Bob observed. He said, over the long haul, Tom knew that he was going to make way more money in endorsements and in, you know, post-career advertising or commentary or whatever by being a winner. (laughs) And all of the patriots who stuck with him have had a much higher likelihood of having a career as commentators and in generally the, the realm of sports. I know I was once on a flight out of my little Charlottesville airport and I ended up sitting near one of the Patriots from the era right before Tom Brady. And he is now one of the defensive coordinators at UVA. And so it was just like, yup, if you are a Patriot, you actually can kind of still have jobs in football 20 or 35 years or 30 years later because you were part of that dynasty. And so Bob said, when you look at the overall trajectory of the finances, the Patriots who chose to be part of the winning team and didn't leave in order to get the higher financial payout right away, they ended up with much higher total net worth because of that. And so the point of all of this is to say, there is a time and a place to say, I am actually just in it for the long haul. And yeah, so Lord, I was having this conversation about the Patriots and about football and about being personally willing to take a sacrifice at, at the initial stage in order to have the potential for a greater payout later. Lord, I was thinking about this in terms of prayer, that when we want to pour into an endeavor up front, there oftentimes doesn't seem to be a whole lot of, <laughs> I don't know, uh, initial reward. I mean, I think about this both in the realm of prayer. This probably holds true in the realm of business in general as well, entrepreneurship. Lord, that we we want to have advance and yet there's there's challenges associated with that. We want God's kingdom to move in power, but we haven't really figured out exactly how to make it happen. And I know even Bob talks sometimes about the kinds of prayer that he would do as a young man and the hours he would spend and the intensity and how it was like, oh, and once I figured out that I could just sing, (laughs) everything was a lot easier. Anyway, Lord, you know about these things. You know about the challenge of front-loading the effort in order to get a longer-term payout. You know the challenge of saying, we want to be taking new ground for your kingdom, but maybe we're just not the most strategic about how to do it because we haven't figured it out yet. But Lord, in the midst of that, I thank you that your revelation continues to unfold, that we continue to come to greater clarity of what you're inviting us into. So Lord, I say thank you for that. I praise you. You are a good God. We love you, Lord. Amen.